Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Clearing. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. We're here on a Tuesday during your lunch hour as we are every weekday, uh, but maybe not this weekend. Maybe that's the best uh, day to to uh, to promote that, I suppose, yeah. because we might not be at the same time every day this week, but we'll pop in here and there. We have, of course, a big week of, of state basketball coming up, girls' state basketball tournament, and we're going to uh, call just about every game from Pinnacle Bank Arena. Nope, every um, game. Every game. Every game from PBA. Every game from PBA, so um, that's what uh, you could look forward to is the madness begins it's the last day of february so we can say it the march mayhem begins uh next, almost yeah almost tomorrow tomorrow and it does it shout really out to does. march that's right even though it feels like it started already this last weekend because the basketball was very good yeah, it's funny because we were talking about the buzzer beaters and we named like four of them and we forgot the arizona state arizona one I mean, we did that's how many that's how many buzzer beaters there were though you could we just kind of running through it and it's like man that was some good basketball this past just, weekend. Just think of a game, and it was probably a buzzer beater. It was that good. And hopefully Nebraska, Michigan State uh, is just as good tonight. Or, we'll, I mean, we'll take a blowout if Nebraska wants to wants to give it out to Michigan State like that. Uh, I did see tonight, of course, Derek Walker, Sam Greasel, Emmanuel Bandamel, uh, your seniors walking, as well as Kase Tominaga. Everybody, uh, panic, fear, what does it mean? Everyone freak out. Yeah, everybody freak out. The Tominagas, of course, are in town. Kase is a senior as far as academically, so he's going to go ahead and do it. Keeping in mind, again, Derek Walker's already walked a few times, so um, this will this be his last. I think this is his third time his walking. third time walking, um, so it doesn't mean that KSA is going to be gone. Of course, there's going to be uh, a big decision about that coming around the corner at the at the end of the season, uh, and we'll kind of follow that along. Also, pay attention to Iowa-Indiana tonight, uh, the other Big Ten game. Uh, Indiana ranked, hopefully can take care of the Hawkeyes. Uh, if Indiana wins, the finale versus Iowa might uh, get Nebraska out of the Wednesday game because Ooh. Iowa is 10-8. and eight. Nebraska would have to win tonight and then beat Iowa, and hopefully, again, Iowa loses tonight, and they'd both finish 10-10, and 10, and Nebraska would sweep the season series so they'd get the seeding over them. Things are happening. It could be Good happening. things are happening for Nebraska as long as they win. As but, long as they know, win. First, first things first, got to take care of business against Tom Izzo at Michigan State. And although it is a down year for Michigan State, it is still a solid team uh, coming down to Lincoln from East Lansing. So um, no, no easy pickings. You already saw what happened the last time Nebraska faced uh, Michigan State. Hopefully they can right the ship this time uh, and, and uh, not be on the losing end uh, or at least not be on the losing end so badly to the, this Spartan team. And, and speaking of basketball and, and um, Nebraska basketball, um, the all Big Ten teams were announced for the women oh, really? today. Okay. Uh, Jazz Shelley. First team according to the coaches, second team according to the media. Mm. Alexis Markowski, second team coaches and media. Izzy Bourne, honorable mention coaches and media. And Sam Hybe, honorable mention media. So there is that. Shelly is, this is coming from uh, our, our 
our, our good friend Abby Barmore at On3. Uh, Shelly is the first Husker to win a first-team award under head coach Amy Williams. And Markowski is named to the All-Big Ten second team for the second straight season. Bourne and Hybe are both three-time All-Big Ten award winners. Mm. Congratulations to them. Heck of a season uh, that they put on. And they've got their own game against Michigan State, right? Coming up uh, Thursday? Yes. Wednesday. Is it Thursday? I believe it is. Because they're the 8-9 game. Yeah. So I think they'll you know, I think they play Thursday. So um, uh, lots, lots sure to look I got forward this right to so in, in tournament this. action. Yeah, they, double check on that. Yeah. Come on. Where Where is it at? Ah, you darn thing. <laughs> Internet, it's only reliable it's, when it's you don't just, need it. Right? Yeah, it's just messing with me right now. It's just, <laughs> what are you, what are you doing right now? What are you doing? Okay, they play um, March second, so Thursday uh, against Michigan State at eleven thirty a.m. It looks like they're the first game of the Big Ten tournament. It is the nine eight nine game, um, and then the winner of that game goes on to face Indiana, who is the one seed uh, in the quarterfinal. Yeah, and you were saying just like yesterday, uh, that that would punch Nebraska's ticket, all but punch Nebraska's ticket in. Uh, I was trying to look at bracketology. Nebraska in the first four out right now, yes. according to ESPN, um, third in the first four out. And so <laughs> if, yeah. if you look at it that way. Michigan State in the next four out, mm. the last team in the next four That's out. That's true. If, if Nebraska is able to win that and you get a couple upsets in uh, – it, it, so if they're just able to beat Michigan State and there are a couple upsets in conference play, Nebraska could find themselves – getting into the NCAA tournament. Um, if they win this and beat Indiana, they're all but in. They're, mm-hmm. they're in regardless. Um, so first things first, again, for both the men and the women, beat Michigan State. That's right. Yeah, and Michigan State, for what it's worth right now, according to Bracketology on the men's side, and we're jumping back and forth, but uh, a seven seed right now. So they're pretty well in. Uh, like you said, not their best uh, season. Um, it's kind of in the mix there with a lot of the Big Ten. Um, there's a few teams that are going to be fighting once they get to the tournament, mm-hmm. uh, the Big Ten tournament, to get in. Michigan State does not appear to be one of them, but their seeding can certainly uh, fall, and, and maybe, you know, who knows, if they lose a few games, uh, they could be kind of getting a little bit nervous as Selection Sunday comes around. Uh, as you mentioned it's a team though Michigan State that is coming off an an epic um I mean, fumbling of collapse. a victory. Yeah, collapse uh, against Iowa. Iowa, of course, hit all those threes. They were up. Uh, Michigan State was up like double digits with around a you know, minute minute plus to go. Uh, and Iowa gets back at that game, ends up winning it in overtime. And again, you know, obviously Nebraska uh, will, will have to take on Iowa for their final game. First, got to get through Michigan State. But do you see that as, uh, you know, something this deep into the season that's going to be bothersome to Michigan State? Or do you think it, you know, this yes. deep in the season is kind of no, right, definitely back up? No, that definitely is something because they had that game all but one. They were up by 10 with like a minute left. Yeah. Somehow found a way to fumble that game away. I was, I was, uh, we were watching the game while we were eating at uh, Lincoln's pub and we're just kind of sitting there. And I just thought, I, I really want Michigan state to win because I don't want them coming into Lincoln upset. I don't want them coming into Lincoln angry that they let this game get away. Unfortunately, they let the game get away. So they're coming into Lincoln uh, a little bit mad because Every win counts this late in the season and mm. if you're trying to better yourself in the NCAA tournament. Like you said, they're all but in, but maybe they win that and they go on a, a decent run in the Big Ten tournament and they get themselves a higher seed and they don't have to face you know the, the hardest teams right on day one of the, the NCAA tournament. So 
every loss stings this late in the season. So Michigan State's going to look in here, going to going to come into Lincoln looking to put up some style points and and better their rankings with a with a dominant win over Nebraska if they can get that. Nebraska just looking to continue that momentum that they have going right now. I believe it's five straight wins uh, for Nebraska. Which when is the last time they won five straight games? When is the last time they won? More than two straight conference games. <laughs> well, I think they won. They won four and five out of six. Five out of six. Yeah. Okay. When's the la- I mean, when's the last time they won four straight conference games? Yeah, like it's still been a while. It's, it's been a while <laughs> since that's happened. So uh, this team is kind of in uncharted territory and in, in um, uncharted waters right now. But hopefully they can continue to go, even if they're going up against a Hall of Fame coach and Tom Izzo and 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 a, a down Michigan State squad, but still a really good team. Well, and, and it's just been an interesting season, obviously, for Michigan State. The tragedy that happened on their campus um, uh, had them postpone that Minnesota game. And I don't know if they're going to make that up or kind of what the plan is there, but they're one game behind everybody else as far as, as, as playing a game. So they're 9-8. and eight. So even statistically, you know, you kind of look at it there. If they do make up that game against Minnesota, you kind of figure they'll probably beat Minnesota like everybody else does. You would think so. Uh, but, uh, you know, they are kind of in that grouping there where Nebraska – you know, statistically is not behind them enough, you know, where they could still finish above them in the standings as well. Uh, Nebraska's done a good job of keeping uh, home court, keeping uh, protecting home court 11 and three at Pinnacle Bank Arena this year uh, on the opposite side, Michigan State four and six on the road. Now they are 17 and 11 overall. And they again, like you said, maybe not the best Michigan State team that Tom Izzo has had there, um, but they they were kind of punching early they, If you remember early in the season, they're you know, Michigan State brand name. They're playing uh, some of the best teams they knocked off Kentucky mm-hmm. they um, lost to Gonzaga by one they yeah. beat Kentucky by almost 11 uh, they beat Villanova bef- by two and Villanova even though they're around f- hovering around 500 I think they're a game or two over 500 uh, they're peaking at the right time they beat Alabama or they lost to Alabama which at the time was like oh how do you lose that Alabama they were ranked 18th but then they've you know flirted with being number one all season mm-hmm. uh, beat Oregon uh, they had a really strong start to the season, just like you're saying. Yeah, the only the only glaring loss is the Notre Dame. Somehow this team lost to Notre Dame, who's yeah, really badly. bad this year, seventy to fifty two. Yeah, they got killed, and Notre Dame was is was is awful this year. Uh, to the point, Mike Bray is Mike Bray not retiring now? Is that what the the deal? So is? so he was never retiring it was you, just done at Notre get, Dame. yeah but if you go back the way that Notre Dame framed it it looked like he was retiring but if you go back and look at the interviews and the quotes that he gave he just said it's time for new leadership at Notre Dame he never said I'm done coaching he just said I'm done coaching at Notre Dame mm. so he's not retiring after the season he's just done coaching at Notre Dame so he'll be looking for another job he still wants to coach so we'll see what jobs open up and, and where he gets hired uh, speaking of hiring and coaching movement, apparently um, Nebraska's old coach Miles is possibly in line for the Cal job if they fire their coach. Which is interesting too because it's kind of funny. It's one of those situations. Mark Fox, uh, Mark Fox, well, did the same thing that Mike Bray might be doing at Notre Dame, where Georgia had him for like seven years, and they're like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't have to retire, but you can't coach here anymore. Yeah, we don't, and, we don't here but anymore. Cal, Cal, for for some reason, just seems to be all right. Well, we'll take we'll just take somebody's over, you know, leftovers. Somebody's power five coach that didn't work. So Tim Miles back in the running there. Um, and I I'm excited for him. I, He's I doing a great he, job. Oh yeah, San, San Jose, Jose State. State, which was as as was uh, much publicized around here, and I'm sure you know maybe less publicized because less people cared around there. But uh, that's a difficult job. And, Yes. And he's done a very good job of kind of turning it 
around. So, um, you know, that along with his Nebraska resume, uh, I think is going to give him the California job it's, or, or get him into contention. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. just get it. They haven't fired their coach. Also, they're, they're going to have to go through a, a search there. But um, I, I think he certainly deserves another shot. He just had problems, you know, and he was great at recruiting transfer players. Um, as we saw, Tran Petaway, um, you know, just to name a few, Andrew White the third, and James Palmer. I mean, some mm-hmm. of those guys, um, you know, really helped those teams. Um, but keeping them and keeping, you know, the dynamic of the, those teams together uh, seemed to be a problem for him here. And, and ultimately just getting that one NCAA tournament should have been two. Should have been two. just got that one. And you wonder if he would have got the, the nod for the second one you know, what kind of momentum there would have been into that final season where he still had, uh, you know, a pretty, a pretty good nucleus, but it seemed like his seat, his seat was rather hot and he just wasn't able to get too many recruits in to, to back them up. And of course, uh, then you had some injuries that derailed that team a little bit. And then they had the, um, they ended up having like Johnny Trueblood and those guys make a yeah, little just uh, fun run there at the end. Just everything went to poop. Yeah. And and they had to to bring some people in that normally wouldn't see much playing time. But it was it was fun at the end. Unfortunately, it didn't get to continue as as he you know he got fired. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what was the uh, the uh, the online? <laughs> Go get a, a six pack of beer. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, some pictures on Twitter. I don't know if that was actually that day or that was just from earlier. Uh, I feel like it was uh, earlier. Yeah. Somewhere. I, we I know, don't think we know Tim likes a beverage here yeah. and there. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, well. I'm done here. Let me just go get a <laughs> yeah. six pack and just knock this back real fast. <laughs> yeah, what's, I what's wouldn't blame him. That? Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. No. Fact. Uh, but uh, again, big night for Nebraska. That game doesn't start until eight o'clock tonight. Um, uh, senior night type of festivities mm-hmm. starting at seven thirty. So uh, you want to get there? I think that's always a, you know special send off to some of these guys. Obviously, Greasel. Great story of a Lincoln kid that came back and now is helping this team in this program, hopefully the next level. Derek Walker, the fight that that he's had here at Nebraska. Remember being suspended, uh, you know, couldn't play for half the his first season, uh, you know, coming from Tennessee. And then we've seen publicized again over the last couple of days, you know, set out this first uh, first couple games this year just because he was in in a dark place and now has rebounded and had just such an incredible season. Um, And it's always, (laughs) you know, last couple of years, he's been really good field goal percentage wise. But you feel like he's he's stepped his his game up to a next level to the point that they kind of you know he's the base of their offense. Put him at the top of the key and let him go to work one way or the other. Um, let the let the you know defense kind of pick their poison there. Um, one of those poisonous uh, <laughs> a jump shot is not part of the poison. He, he still doesn't no. do that. But uh, you know if you it give would him be some nice space, to add to the recipe. It would be. It would be. And in in uh, maybe he'll he'll do that moving forward. I'm sure he's got going to have plenty of opportunities uh, at at a professional level uh, coming up next year. But the senior night. Uh, so send off to those guys. Obviously, obviously Manuel Bainemel as well um yeah you know a guy just came in and, and you wonder if Gary and Vandermel were healthy um you know a few different things would this team you know kind of be forced into relying on Tominaga enough or, or whatever mm-hmm. the team dynamic that's had Lawrence and those guys stepping up and playing you know would this would this team be where it needs to be or if, if those guys did step up would they be in a better kept, spot and yeah I mean then, then you could really see this roster coming together which is really interesting too because it's like you know I, I think at a time you know of course we all know the season that this Nebraska basketball season is you know a lot of fans are kind of close to like well we'll still go because it's Nebraska basketball but there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of hope left um, into you know what has evolved into man this is a pretty good roster pretty darn good roster they actually had yeah it's like uh, oh wait a minute considered. this is actually you know, from from the beginning of the season, thinking, yeah, it's not the deepest roster, and you have your starters, and you have a couple of guys that are coming off the bench, and now you're looking at it and you're like, you know what? There's actually a nice little nucleus here if you were able to to 
keep Bandamel and, and Gary healthy, I mean, you don't know where this season would have gone. You don't know, like you just said, if Tominaga would have had his, you know, explosion uh, in in the middle of the season uh, where he was going off for averaging 25 points for about four or five games. Uh, you don't know if that would have happened if you would have kept those two healthy. But if you did and that did happen and you still had everybody giving you all these contributions, Sam Hoiberg giving you these contributions, I mean, you could only imagine where this team could have been. Yeah. It's also uh, one of the last four games being played today. Along with uh, the, the Nebraska Michigan oh, as State far game. As how late it starts. Yeah. <laughs> starts at 8. If you want to, after this game, you can catch uh, Colorado State at San Jose State. Hey, there you go. There's there you go. 10 miles. There you go. 10 o'clock, CBS. Yeah. Tim Miles Battle versus the old forward Tim Miles School. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> one. I, I actually might watch that one. There you go. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the NFL. A lot of, uh, lot of quarterback decisions to be made uh, this offseason. We'll jump through some of those. Also, uh, Pete Maravich is what, what, at one time thought to be untouchable all-time NCAA scoring record. Uh, there's a guy out there narrowing in on it. So Uh-oh. we'll talk about that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 